This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. All right, we will uh, we'll get to Bill O'Brien's thoughts on Bryce Young in just a second. Um, DeMar Hamlin, Bill Safety, in critical condition in a Cincinnati hospital after a hit, a tackle that he had on T. Higgins last night. I'll point out, I noticed this this morning, the Texans sent out an updated media availability calendar for the week. Typically today, Tuesday, is the day that players are made available. A few players are made available via the podium and then the remainder oh, yeah. are made yeah. available via open locker room. That's been canceled. So all football-related, and I don't know if that's just the Texans doing it or if it's – I could see that being something that's done around the league today um, where teams are just canceling football-related activities based on what happened last night in, in Cincinnati with DeMar Hamlin. But it's, I don't know if it's happened around the league, but the Texans for sure have canceled all player activities for today. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so. yeah no, no, and this is a time of year, though, too, where guys do get extra days off um, as you're trying to balance just rest versus preparation. Maybe the Texans are going to – maybe the Texans are going to tank the week. Who knows? Who knows? Um, uh, but so uh, one, of the, one of the theories uh, – and, and we'll get to Bill O'Brien in a second, but just um, one of our listeners had an interesting point to bring to this that we hadn't yet. So the prevailing theory from a lot of medical people is that in, in sports when something like this happens, when you get hit in the chest and you have cardiac arrest, it's due to this – occurrence called commodio cordis, which is when you get hit in the chest at a specific moment in the rhythm of your heart, it can cause cardiac arrest. And it's still very rare. It happens 10 to 20 times, most often in youth sports, just because of the, the frequency, like the sheer number of kids playing sports in America. Um, but uh, one of our listeners made this point too, which is, it is kind of freakish. It says why it doesn't happen more often is because the impact has to occur at an extremely specific time in the electrical activity of the heart. We're talking less than a millisecond of a window for it to occur. Um, so it's just it's uh, it's a it's a, a freak deal that happens a couple dozen times uh, a year in the U.S. Mm. It's it's happened in pro sports before. The soccer player that we referenced, Erickson, uh, came back and played played. Uh, EPL was it EPL again? Yeah, I played at a high level again, um, and then but there or, or sometimes it's fatal. So we just uh, we don't know at this point other than that he seems to be stable and uh, in critical care. Yeah, yeah. I think the the medical people who've commented on this from the news that's trickled out about this have said these are these are good bits of news that come out that they they've they've restored his vitals. It was only nine minutes of CPR, not a longer period of time. Obviously, it's no guarantee of anything, but they. The people you and I have been reading and following, Seth, have said those are good bits of news. Doesn't guarantee anything, but that's, you know, hopefully the possession arrow is pointed in the right direction here. Um, Bill O'Brien did a press conference before the Sugar Bowl and was asked about Bryce Young. And Bryce Young, who is one of the more decorated players 
both for on the field and off the field, decorated with things like the Heisman Trophy for his on the field performance, decorated with things like massive NIL deals for his personality off the air. We see him in Dr. Pepper commercials, by God. Um, Bill O'Brien was asked about Bryce Young balancing his on and off the field endeavors, and here's what the Alabama and former Alabama OC and former Texans head coach had to say. I think that's a great question. Uh, that's a question that I get asked a lot, um, you, you know, from people that I know and in, in respect. And, and, you know, the one thing that I'll tell you about Bryce is he's the same guy every day. He's a very consistent guy. And you're exactly right. He's probably the first player in the history of college football to actually go through what he's going through relative to NIL and all the things that have come into the college game. And I think he's handled it incredibly well. Um, I, I think the way that he's been able to balance, I mean, he just graduated in three years. That's incredible with, with a, a fantastic GPA. Um, and, and to do what he's done on the field and to, to represent the University of Alabama, the top football program, in my opinion, over the last you know, 16 years in the, pro, in the, in the country is, is just an incredible uh, testament to who he is as a person. So I think he's done a great job. Um, and the most important thing, and I tell this to young players all the time, if you watch Bryce, he's a very consistent person. He's not an up-and-down person. He's the same guy every day. He's very positive. He's great in the meetings. He's awesome on the practice field. And obviously in the games, he's a very uh, you know, productive, excellent player. So uh, it's been great to watch that over the last two years. All right. So that is the, uh, the scouting report from Bill O'Brien. <laughs> All right, the the only issue I have with that is that sounded like a whole lot of smart, tough, dependable, but not necessarily, hey, let's talk about the football side of things. GAF, good at football. <laughs> now, the question, to be fair, was about how he handled, how Bryce Young has handled the NIL correctly. Yeah, yeah the balancing Correct. of the on Correct. and off the field. Yeah, right. so, I mean, that's, a, that's the, the vein of how he was answering sure. on that side of it. Um, graduated in three years. Mm-hmm. Check that box off in terms of with I worry about that more with quarterbacks and defensive linemen. Uh, so uh, the fantastic GPA. He now he, he wasn't like Josh Dobbs was. What was it? Was it was it actual rocket science? He was an engineer. He was an engineering major of some sort. And I want to say it was like rocket science engineering yeah. or something. They were talking about it on the broadcast the other night and. Um, like Josh Dobbs was like us. Sometimes that's a little too smart. Uh, like, okay, I don't, I don't need the engineers out here. I need, uh, I need a well-rounded guy. I'm just joking, to all the engineers out there. Just you know what, you guys know what I'm talking about. Sure. Like the guys that are book smart but don't necessarily can't make it transfer to the football fields. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he he majored in psychology, mm. much like another notable Houston sports figure, Ooh. AJ Hinch. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Not afraid to bend the rules a little bit either, I see. Also, (laughs) (laughs) well, yeah, he knows that, you know, reality is a construct. You're not not trying. Yeah, and uh, look, I I think that uh, I I would also, I'd love to get Bryce Young to sit down and, you know, you know, these highfalutin Fraser Crane type of psychologists. Psychologists, they they drink sherry and they sit next to a fire, uh, and then I'd like to get them to analyze Bill O'Brien for us. So uh, we could <laughs> yes. sit down in our oh, tweed jackets dude, and dude. discuss Hell, the case oh, study that is Bill dude, O'Brien. You know, if he gets drafted, one of the shows or more is going to get him at training camp at some point. Oh, we got to ask yeah. an O'Brien question for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Sean. <laughs> Need I remind you that he graduated in three years with a degree in psychology? I seem to recall uh, something about that. I think yes. he'll be able to tactfully answer that without burning any Bill O'Brien bridges. Probably, probably. 
Um, you know what? It's the, the, what caught my ear at the very beginning of that cut was it, play it again, Ben. I think that's a great question. Uh, that's a question that I get asked a lot. Um, you, you know, from people that I know in in respect. Bingo. And, and- is Nick Casario a person that Bill O'Brien knows and respects? I would say yes. There's been there haven't been any reports that those two don't get along or anything. Right. It's not right. like yeah, I think that Bill O'Brien well like we know Bill O'Brien was at least here when they tried to get <laughs> Nick Wright. And that Nick Casario a caper. <laughs> Nick. Or Nick Nick Casario and Nick Wright. Bill O'Brien, big Nick Wright fan. No. Uh, Bill O'Brien was here and presumably part of the caper. As I like to call it, the yeah. caper that they tried to pull. Like trying to steal, it was like trying to steal your rival high school's goat mascot. You were gonna, you were gonna wrap Casario up in a blanket and put him in a van and speed off in the middle of the night at a highly attended event at the owner's house. Nick Casario's been abducted, abducted by somebody in a Dodge Caravan. Oh. It was a, it was a bald man and a and a gruff Massachusettsian uh, sh- yelling at each other, oh. driving away from the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is somebody from Massachusetts called? Uh, oh, a- I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, well, some would say a mass hole. <laughs> yeah, that's the old. Uh, yeah. If he's got a if he's got a dirty lax hat yeah. and a sleeveless vest, that's a, a mass hole. My that's friends. right. That's yeah. right. Um, I'll tap for an answer. You were kidding. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Shocking uh, that uh, shocking that Boston of all cities would choose a sport to to love and embrace that is um, remarkably. Uh, monochromatic yeah right 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 <laughs> we like hockey and we like what else do we like we like lacrosse lacrosse tennis because my, my nephew Chaz can get a scholarship Chaz. super easy <laughs> yeah. yeah fitzy my nephew fitzy um yeah all right uh trailer we're gonna get a lot of these questions for the next really the next few months but so let's start to tackle some of these when we get bryce when we do bryce young cj stroud segments uh trailer will and frame text page Zero five four four. What do you make of Bryce Young and Kyler Murray comparisons? I think that Kyler Murray is a more talented physical specimen, uh, but not the quarterback that Bryce Young is. And I don't think Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was what people were afraid Pat Mahomes would be in terms of actual football acumen. Where Kyler Murray, in a lot of ways, doesn't really seemingly have progressed on as a quarterback, like as a passer, as an NFL passer, whereas Pat Mahomes obviously totally has. Yes. Um, but they both came from like simplistic air raid schemes and systems where quarterbacks really don't have to do a whole lot of thinking. And, um, and that's like there's no other way to put it. Like the, those air raid schemes, there's not a whole lot of – intellectual stuff going on and when it comes to quarterbacking pat mahomes was like and i remember people talking about this like pat mahomes in comparison to deshaun watson coming out it was like it was like einstein versus you know a sophomore in high school deshaun had just deshaun really just had really started to learn a lot of the finer aspects of reading defenses and everything, and Pat Mahomes hadn't been challenged that way. So when he got stuck with or paired with Andy Reid, he learned it very, very well. Um, so Kyler Murray is not the same football mind that I think Bryce Young is. 
And I think Bryce Young, especially after working with Bill O'Brien, no matter how you feel about Bill O'Brien, various quarterbacks like Ryan Fitzpatrick would tell you that he really learned how to be a different type of quarterback with um, with Bill O'Brien because they, they ask a lot intellectually of their quarterbacks. So I think Bryce Young is going to be a more advanced and NFL-ready football mind than Kyler Murray was. I agree with you. The tongue-in-cheek thing to say about Bryce Young is, well, of course take him number one. He overcame having Bill O'Brien as his OC. I'm with you. I, I think having Bill O'Brien for a college kid looking to get to the NFL, you can say you know, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot good and bad you can say about O'Brien. Um, but I think for Bryce Young, generally, I'm guessing having Bill O'Brien as his OC was a good thing for his development. Yeah. And I think this is something, too, that maybe gets glossed over because it's not as easy a narrative if you, if you talk about this aspect of Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson. It's that I think Deshaun, Deshaun very much liked Bill O'Brien's scheme and what it could what it, the weaponry that allowed a quarterback to kind of have complete command. And he was really starting to master it when, unfortunately, the team also decided to let Bill O'Brien be not just Deshaun Watson's right. mentor, but also the general manager. And everything went uh, askance, obviously. So I think that um, Bryce Young's time with Bill O'Brien will have prepared him for the NFL much, much better than Kyler Murray's time in, in college prepared him for the NFL. In some ways, you know, the, the, as long as we're bringing up Kyler Murray, he's an interesting one because I think Arizona is one of the more intriguing teams heading into this offseason. They're going to be picking very high in the draft, too. They're right there yeah. in the top five with the Texans. And I'm not saying go draft a quarterback. They're pot committed to Kyler Murray. But we know the pairing of Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury was born out of what you talked about, Seth, a seeming marriage of scheme. In retrospect, yeah. was that the worst thing that could have happened to Kyler Murray? Worst one, yeah, 100% yeah. worst. Um, and, I, and I think that, honestly, I, I would not be surprised. I'll say it that way. If like this whole not, the whole thing about Kyler Murray needing to spend more time in film and everything, that's that's great. Except that I don't know if I don't know if Kings, Cliff Kingsbury actually knows what to look for in four hours of extra film work when it comes to executing an NFL offense. Um, there are a lot of things that offense seemingly does that are very collegey, and I know he tried to change it and tweak it and make it more pro ready, but. When it comes to predefined reads and a lot of things, like he does not ask or expect much of his quarterbacks, and I think, and I think it's because he doesn't know how to teach it or how to expect anymore. Like it's a, they've got to. You're never going to find out what you actually have in Kyler Murray until you give somebody who can actually uh, test him and challenge him and and teach him what to look for and put him in a scheme where it actually matters, where being an intelligent quarterback can actually help or hurt. If Cliff Kingsbury gets fired. What's yeah. his next move? What do you think Cliff Kingsbury's next job is? After College OC, and he'll be really good at it. College OC at a Power 5 school where he puts in his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was going to be before he took the Arizona job. He was going to be the OC at USC. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, like, and that's not an insult. I, I know it's not, I'm, I guess I'm insulting Cliff Kingsbury when it comes to being an NFL coach. When it comes to being a college coordinator – there is that certain – you've got certain challenges, which is, A, um, limited time with your players. You're very strict about how much time you can actually spend with those guys. And then, B, limited maturity level, intelligence level, and everything compared to NFL players. Like, your average college player isn't as smart as your average 
NFL player, just on average, you know, uh, and they can't absorb or do as much. So it's a little bit of wasted. There's some wasted time and energy if you try to get too complex in offense. Now, now, and, and, and also to be fair to college coaches too, a lot of the stuff that they do in the, the option game and there is way more complex than anything they, they do in the NFL game. It's just they're different worlds, and I don't think Cliff Kingsbury has adapted to it well. You know who should hire him? Texas A&M. Texas A&M should hire him. That's the big criticism of Jimbo Fisher is that Jimbo Fisher still wants to be the guy running the offense, but he's the head coach. He's not very good at splitting both of these things. I think Kingsbury would be good for recruiting. I think King, Kingsbury's coached today and before. He was there when, when Johnny Manziel was there. Yeah. Um, I think him – and he probably did a huge payday because they're stuck with Jimbo Fisher – so you're going to have to spend a little more money to enhance what you got already with Jimbo Fisher. The question would be, would Jimbo step aside as the offensive play caller to let a guy who would be the face of the offense? It would Jimbo would be now the C, a true CEO at that point. But I, that would make a lot of sense. Kingsbury's got Texas roots. Um, he can get the most elite of elite athletes. He'd be an OC in the SEC, which is a good pathway back to being a head coach somewhere someday. That. I'm sure that's been written on some Reddit board or message board on texags.com. So before you come at me saying, yeah, Sean, uh, Aggiehead6969 already proposed that on this thread right here. He's um, a good one, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just know that I don't hang out he's on any the, of those message boards. He was in the, uh, the, 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 the Yell Squad, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good guy, good guy. Hey, by the way, somebody mm. from uh, – we'll have to talk to Lopez about this at the, at the toss, that yeah. midnight yell. Yeah. I know we've talked about it before, and every now and then a video comes out, and uh, and they you know they make fun of it and everything. But I gotta I gotta find out about the corniness of these jokes. If it's and, like uh, an intentional thing, if it's, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's intentionally corny. Yeah, yeah. We'll ask him during the toss. That and I want to run my uh, revolutionary Kingsbury for OC at A and M idea by him and see what he says about that. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, Tuesday. We'll keep you updated. No new news on DeMar Hamlin, the Bills' safety. Still in critical condition after suffering cardiac arrest last night on the field in a Monday night football game. Um, Up next, uh, the Colts. The Texans' opponent this weekend is the Colts. Uh, Does their quarterback situation actually play into the Texans' hands when it comes to the number 1 overall pick? And was a Colt opponent out of bounds by doing snow angels next to a fallen Nick Foles? We will... Get to that. The Colts head coach weighed in on that. We'll get to that next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did